Hello, friends. Welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. And yes, the show goes on despite the self-isolation, social distancing, and distinct lack of NHL action. We're continuing with uh, yeah, daily podcast just to keep you updated, informed, entertained, any way that I can help you through this time. I'm more than happy to do. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, my name is Ian McLaren. You can find me on Twitter.com at Ian C. McLaren. You can also follow the show at LO underscore Boston Bruins. The podcast is available on any podcast app, pretty much. Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. And the like. Now, I uh, suggest that you leave a rating and a review if you can. I wanted to address, I know you shouldn't read the comments, but uh, one in particular review that came in the other day said uh, it was a bit of mixed results, let's say. Uh, they said having a daily show that stays current and doesn't just do game recalls that end up irrelevant after a day or two is nice. Good current team news and accurate info. Ian can be a little spacey with his thoughts, and I wish it was less um and um. Now, I do apologize for that. To be honest, yes, I have been a little spacey the last few days in particular. There's so much shit going on out there. It's hard to articulate my thoughts, and it's hard to keep it all straight. Uh, I just did it. It's something that I'm trying to cut down on. It's something... That, you know, I hope I can be a bit more prepared and have things ready to go for the podcast in the coming days. But to be honest, yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle to keep my thoughts focused lately. And it's more difficult, obviously, when there's not games to talk about, team news to talk about, and that kind of thing. So that's a fair comment. I appreciate the rating and the review. And uh, I promise to try to get better at that. To begin the podcast, there is some actual Bruins news to address. Uh, General Manager Don Sweeney announced on the 18th, which was what yesterday, I guess, that the team signed a pair of players to entry-level contracts. The first is goaltender Jeremy Swayman, 21-year-old, who posted an 18-11-5 record in 34 appearances for the University of Maine this season, led the NCAA with 1,099 saves, Ranked second in the NCAA with a 939 save percentage. He also recorded three shutouts in his junior season, which appears to be his last. Uh, he was selected by the Bruins in the fourth round of the 2017 NHL entry draft and was recently named the recipient of the 2019-20 Walter Brown Award by the Gridiron Club of Greater Boston, presented annually to the best American-born college player in New England, between him, uh, Kyle Kieser, and Dan Vlader, Vlader, the Bruins are actually looking pretty good in net. Uh, their pipeline is very uh, well stocked with goaltending prospects, so that's encouraging for sure. Tugarask has been excellent this year, but we all know he's getting up there. Recently celebrated his 33rd birthday, and you know goalie shelf lives in the up. 30s can be uh, a bit dicey to say the least. The other player is what's his name? Defenseman Nick Wolf signed to a one year entry level contract. He's a 23 year old 
appeared in 33 games as a senior at the University of Minnesota Duluth, recording 10 assists with a plus 18 rating. He's a big boy, 6'4", 217 pounds, helped UMD win back-to-back NCAA titles in 2018-2019. He's a Minnesota native, uh, more known more for his physicality, I think, than for his uh, scoring prowess. He racked up 233 penalty minutes in 156 career games as a collegiate player and uh, will bring that physicality that the Bruins love and kind of lack right now on the blue line, to be honest. Who knows if he'll actually be in the lineup at any time soon, but uh, good to have that defensive depth. The Bruins have also been checking in on social media with messages for the fans, and the latest came from head coach Bruce Cassidy, and here's what coach had to say. Hi, Bruins fans. Coach Cassidy here. Wanted to reach out, make sure everyone's feeling well and coping as best as possible in these trying and uncertain times. Please continue to take care of yourselves and your loved ones. The list in isolation can be difficult. Stay remotely connected. We can be responsible and compassionate at the same time. Reach out to your relatives, neighbors, friends, people of the community. Make sure they're doing okay. I can't wait to get back in front of our passionate fans and continue our quest for the Stanley Cup. But in the meantime, stay disciplined, stay active, most importantly, stay healthy. Thanks for the wise words, Coach. I friggin' miss you too. Really hope to see the Bruins back out there on the ice sometime soon. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but uh, stay tuned. Now, I wanted to update a story that I focused on the other day, which would be Jeremy Jacobs and Delaware North not yet stepping up to pay TD Garden employees during this pause. Friend of the show, Marissa and Jemmy of the Boston Herald had a great piece up uh, last night, updated this morning. She writes, the Bruins are the only NHL organization that has yet to officially announce financial support plans for their game day staff. The Bruins silence on the manor has been deafening for many who work at TD Garden. This experience has been hell for me personally, said a server at the Legends restaurant at the Garden. My biggest fear is always being homeless again. So yikes, that's uh, pretty heart-wrenching and striking right off the top. The Bruins had six regular season games remaining on the schedule and were assured of at least two more in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs before the NHL suspended its season. Ideally, they'd have, yeah, at least eight home games. The Garden, as we all know, is owned by Delaware North, one of the largest hospitality and food service companies in the world. Jeremy M. Jacobs, this is Marissa's words, not mine, is the principal owner and chairman of Delaware North. He has also been the principal owner of the Boston Bruins for 45 years. Neither the Bruins nor Delaware North returned messages seeking comment Wednesday, five days after the original statement and more than a week after many employees worked their final shifts of the season at the Garden. The official statement was, Delaware North at its core is a family company, and our top priority is to provide our associates and their families with the assurances they deserve during this difficult time. We are actively exploring support options, and we'll have further information in the coming days. Now, I understand Delaware North doesn't just take care of TD Garden and the Bruins, but there's a number of arenas. But the fact that they're the 31st team to step up and get something going is pretty disheartening. It should not take this long to get all of this 
set up. There is a GoFundMe account set up and has been shared by some Bruins players up to $34,000, including some donations from Tuka Rask, Brad Marchand, Bergeron, and other players. One worker said, I'm super embarrassed about the GoFundMe. Uh, the entire situation has maybe reconsider being part of the garden after the COVID pandemic ends, said another employee. Uh, so just a lot of not misinformation, but lack of information out there. Another employee said, I now spend my days panicking about how to pay my bills going forward. So the Bruins, like I said yesterday, they're out there handing out entry-level contracts to players. Uh, and should be taking care of this other bit of business as well. Please, Mr. Jacobs, Delaware North, do the right thing and step up and help out your employees during this difficult time. It's a difficult time for even those of us who have a measure of job security. I can't imagine what it would be like to be in that situation. And I really hope uh, Jeremy Jacobs steps up and answers the bell sooner than later. I put out a call for some mailbag questions and got a few responses, so I'm pleased to answer those now. The first one came from Beth at Iver Wheat, uh, who's a good friend. She asks, does the expansion draft make you nervous? That's something I haven't really thought about recently. I know the Seattle franchise is said to be delaying the unveiling of their official team name because of COVID-19 and all that's going on right now. Um, I would say that, you know, I am a little bit nervous about the expansion draft. I think we all remember losing Colin Miller and I mean, he hasn't really taken off with Vegas and or Buffalo, but we risk losing another uh, young, effective, either forward or defenseman like a Matt Grizzlick, perhaps. I can't really say that I know the situation at this point. I have to look into it as to who and how many they'll be able to protect. We don't even really have the official rules yet, but um, something to look into, maybe a topic for another day. So thank you, Beth, for getting me thinking about that. She also asked, if you have time, what does Teddy do all day? For those of you who don't know, Teddy is our resident bunny here at the McLaren household. We've had him since the summer, I guess, August, I want to say. Teddy uh, lives in a cage in our home, but we frequently let him out to roam our living room, family room. Uh, not really the family room, really. He pretty much stays in the in the living room area. Dining room hides under there. Unfortunately, it appears as though our dear Teddy is going blind. His eyes have started to cloud over a bit, and so it may may come a time where we have to, you know. I don't know. I don't even know what to do with that right now. Um, it's it's sad, and uh, he seems to be handling things well so far. He still loves to wander around and to be cuddled, but he does, you know, bump into things from time to time, and, and that's pretty sad. So at some point soon, we're going to have to deal with that and come to a decision as to what we're going to do. But for the time being, life goes on for Teddy as it does for all of us. Another question came from Chris Blackley, and he asks, Bruins podcasts you enjoy outside of your own? Well, 
to be honest, I don't really listen to mine. <laughs> so I can't say it's one that's in my rotation that I enjoy. And it's hard because I spend so much time thinking about this team, talking about this team and hockey in general, dating back to my days at the score. I don't actually listen to that many sports cut podcasts. I subscribe to upwards of 40 podcasts in general, but they're mostly comedy podcasts, history podcasts, news podcasts, some true crime, although I did cut those out. The only sports ones I actually listen to are uh, 31 Thoughts, because it's pretty much essential hockey listening, and Jay and Dan, which is a borderline sports podcast. But there are a number that I have checked out and that I do enjoy, including, you know, Bruins Diehards podcast, The Perfection Pod with uh, Joe McDonald and Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic, guys that I reference on here quite a bit. Bruins Beat with uh, Evan Marinovsky is very entertaining and informative. Uh, the, the Skate Pod, the Big Bad Bruins Pod, Black and Gold Hockey is great as well. Uh, there's a lot out there. Uh, that I would recommend. And it, when you subscribe to Locked on Boston Bruins on Apple Podcasts, you'll see some that say, you know, like this podcast. So do check out those ones as well. But those are a few off the top of my head that I very much uh, enjoy and respect the hosts on those as well. The next question comes from my friend Katie Blacker. And she asks, for those of us stuck at home and bored, favorite hockey movies? Great question, Katie. I'm actually thinking about or planning to watch some of these movies that I'll be mentioning and reviewing them on the podcast, beginning with, I wouldn't say these are my favorite, but I'm probably going to begin with Goon and Goon 2 because they are both on Netflix and easily accessible. One that I watched recently was the Red Army documentary. A uh, story of the Soviet Union's famed Red Army hockey team through the eyes of its players. That was excellent. It used to be on Netflix, but I'm not sure if it was anymore. Uh, I really enjoyed Miracle, Mystery Alaska. I haven't watched in a while, but I might check that out again. Obviously, Mighty Ducks, D2, D3, must watch. Ice Guardians is one that I've heard is highly recommended, although I have yet to check that one out. But I do believe that one is on Netflix as well, so I will be checking it out. During this slow period, I tried to watch Slapshot a couple years ago, but I didn't. Uh, I wouldn't say I didn't love it, but maybe, uh, maybe it's just played out, or I don't know. I'll try to watch it again, maybe coming up. There's a Russian Five documentary that came out recently that's also highly recommended. So, of my favorites, I'd probably say. You know, Mighty Ducks is classic. That's always up there. Miracle, Mystery Alaska. Those are great ones as well. If you want to watch some that are good for a laugh or so bad that they might be good, <laughs> would be maybe like Love Guru, Sudden Death, uh, Happy Gilmore. I don't know. Some people don't consider that to be a hockey movie, but I think I would. Because, you know, Happy Gilmore's a hockey player and he's trying to make it in golf. So I'd say Happy Gilmore is a classic in general, no matter what genre you're talking about. 
it's hard because hockey is a sport that's difficult. It seems to capture on film. I actually, it's weird because football I'd say is probably my least favorite of the, the big four sports, but football docu series like last chance you or Friday night lights as a TV show, the movie remember the Titans, like football movies and shows I'm more drawn to than hockey shows that I don't know if it's just the quality of it. People put more into it. Hockey as a docu series or movie genre doesn't really translate that well. Aside from the, I think the best example would be the road to the winter classic series. The beginning, those are really great. And obviously narrated by Leif Schreiber, who's also in the goon movies. I'm more into the hockey books, especially Beartown, Us Against You. I've mentioned those before. So I'd really recommend those if you're hard up for hockey content. That would be my favorite kind of hockey in pop culture recently. And HBO Europe is developing a show based on that. So I'm really excited to see that. And I think there's real potential there for some Friday Night Lights level quality in that as well. C. Garrett Padilla asks, played any good games lately? How is your family adjusting to quarantine life? Well, up here in Canada, it is March break week anyway, so the boys would have been off. Uh, my wife is currently in between jobs as well, so that helps to have her around. I'm off today and tomorrow. The difficulty is not having you know, public places to gather. Back when things were normal, we could go to the library we could go to a McDonald's play place. We could go to, you know, climbing walls or indoor gyms, things like that to get some energy out and, uh, you know, go to the movies. We were looking forward to going to see Onward, Mulan, things like that. Not possible at the moment. So streaming services help. Netflix, Disney Plus, obviously we've lost a lot of Frozen 2, a lot of into the unknown going on around here lost in the woods we're doing that there's some youtube resources we're tapping into my middle son really likes art hub he's been watching that and trying to do some of their drawings a lot Um, and we've been getting out a lot uh, to nature hikes and walks we have a local conservation area pass we've been going on a lot of hikes throwing rocks into ice, (laughs) just trying to cope as best we can. Right now, looks like the boys will be off school for up to three weeks. I'm guessing it's going to be a lot longer than that. So yeah, it's going to be difficult to continue to um, keep them occupied, keep us all sane, but it's for the greater good. Obviously, the less we go out, the less we possibly spread this and the less people who are most vulnerable to COVID-19 are affected. So um, yeah, it's for the greater good. And, and we're just trying to get by one day at a time. Basically that's all we can do. Um, For those of you who have followed me for a while, you know that my wife underwent cancer treatment a few years ago. And so I kind of have some experience taking the boys out, you know, after her treatment she needed to rest, so we would go out. But again, there was a lot more options than we could go to the zoo, indoor gyms. It's a bit more challenging now. Hopefully the weather gets warmer and we're able to just 
go for more walks and bike rides, stay away from people on the street as we do so. Any suggestions, I'm very much open. DM me on Twitter, whatever, at me. I'm always up for suggestions on how to occupy the kids for this time. Finally, totally offside, Todd asks, how many Boston Bruins would it take to lift an actual bear? Well, that's easy. One, Zdeno Chara, boom. 43 years old yesterday. Happy birthday, Big Z. We know he can lift a bear with one hand probably, so no question. Let's wrap up today's podcast with some news and notes from around the NHL. Some of the latest headlines, the hockey news, which TSN's Bob McKenzie reported yesterday have laid off some staff, which is very unfortunate. Uh, But they're reporting that NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said the league continues to entertain all options regarding the resumption of the season. In terms of where we go from here, we're modeling all sorts of options and everything is on the table, he said. We're going to have to be flexible and react to things that are beyond our control. I mentioned yesterday that all Canadian junior hockey leagues have been suspended. Not the playoffs been canceled, but just suspended in general. And hopefully the playoffs can resume there. The Ottawa Senators announced that one of their players tested positive for COVID-19. I don't believe that player has been identified yet, but Bettman added he's been in constant contact with all the teams to see how they are faring through this. And some good news. I talked about Jeremy Swayman earlier. Uh, The 2020 Hobie Baker Award finalists have been revealed as the top players in college hockey. And Maine's goalie, Jeremy Swayman, is on that list of 10. Uh, Morgan Barron for Cornell. Jason Cotton of Sacred Heart. Jake Dugan of Providence. David Ference of Boston University. Jordan Kawaguchi from North Dakota. John Leonard, Massachusetts. Dryden McKay, Minnesota State. Mark Michaelis, also from Minnesota State. And Scott Perunovich from Minnesota Duluth, who I have in a keeper fantasy hockey league, and I'm very uh, excited that I made that pick. Those are rounding out the finalists. The NHL is finally taking steps to keep fans connected during this pause. Among some of the things they're doing during the NHL pause binge launch on NHL.com and its official YouTube channel. That will consist of curated collection of NHL original productions from behind-the-scenes programs like Road to the Winter Classic, as I mentioned before. The Bruins were on one of those. Behind the Glass, NHL All Access. uh, Also some classic games in there as well. Starting Friday and through April 30th, NHL and Sportsnet have decided to make full replays of all 2019-20 NHL regular season games that were already played available to stream on demand. The games will be accessible via the scores and schedules pages of NHL.com and the NHL app and up here in Canada on NHL Live. So that's pretty cool. It can go back and look at some of the best games from the Bruins season so far. Maybe uh, I'll tee some of those up yesterday for, oh, sorry, yesterday, tomorrow, so that you have some things to do on the weekend. Hashtag hockey at home. Players will offer fans a glimpse into their lives during the pause on social media. So follow that hashtag. NHL.com will look back at the memorable moments of the season for each of the league's 31 teams that already. Happened for our Bruins, as I mentioned the other day, courtesy of Amelie Benjamin. 
Morning Inspiration fans will receive a daily dose of inspiration from mic'd up legendary speeches captured in the dressing rooms. And then 2019 Greatest Moments. Fans will have the opportunity to choose from 64 milestones, achievements, and events reached during this past season. I would think Ovechkin's 700th goal would be up there. Uh, So that is something to keep an eye on as well. I noticed... I have a PS4. I noticed in the PS4 store, NHL 20 is currently 60% off, I believe, like 24 bucks. Uh, so I might look into that as well. All of those things help you to keep busy. Um, I am still hoping to catch up on Westworld. I haven't seen the season three premiere yet. Um, my Brilliant Friend is another HBO show that my wife and I are going to be watching. That uh, was a really good one. I finished a book last night. I've been reading Ken Follett, uh, historical fiction novels. If anyone's looking for some reading, I finished uh, book two of the Kingsbridge series, and we'll be starting book three here today called Column of Fire. Again, if you guys have any recommendations, feel free to hit me on Twitter, and I'll be sure to share those as well. I'd recommend going and checking out the Locked On NHL podcast, Locked On NHL Fantasy. Still some content going out there. Locked on Patriots for all the Tom Brady updates. Locked on Red Sox. Locked on Celtics for other Boston area sports teams. Um, Yeah, I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Boston Bruins. My name is Ian McLaren. You can find me on Twitter at Ian C. McLaren. Follow the show at LO underscore Boston Bruins. I hope I was able to keep the ums and ahs to a minimum today. And I'll try to keep that in mind going forward as well. Please do leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you have a moment. It would be very much appreciated. Take care of yourselves, friends. Stay in. Wash your hands. We'll get through this together. I'll be as active as ever on Twitter. You know, whether that's a pro or a con in your life, I can't say. But keep safe out there and let's uh, try to get through this together. Take care, friends.